awesome, beautiful stuff. Welcome back. It's Born Offside. Hello, everybody. Gosh, we've missed you. And uh, we're pretty darn sure that you've missed us as well, judging by the copulous, copulous, copious, copulous, copulous amount of emails that have come in requesting that we come back, not requesting, begging that we come back on the airlines, airways, so that we can get our, our F's and Q's out as best we possibly can. And, uh, and we've uh, uh, duly obliged. We are here. Uh, my name is Jason. I'm living out here in Australia in the sticks, miles away from everyone and anything. And uh, David uh, T. Hooker, uh, living out there in the Ramblers of Barcelona. Uh, uh, that's Spain for people that don't know where Barcelona is. Uh, that's Europe uh, for all you American people out there who don't know where uh, Spain is. Um, <laughs> How many people have I managed to insult in the space of 45 yeah. seconds? Mate, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really, really good, strong opening to our, to our return. You've Thank you. completely ignored the intro that you wrote for yourself. Oh, uh, yes. You've, you've insulted various countries, got my middle name wrong, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> told everybody about something to do with copulation. Um, <laughs> mate, we're back, we're back and we haven't changed. Absolutely. That's what it is. It's all about the Romans. You know, the Romans did it right. So let's just follow in their footsteps or hand steps, whichever way they decided to walk or handstand walk uh, back in the day. Because we just don't know, right? It was 2000 years ago. You know, Romans were around 2000 years ago. You know, where are they, where are they now? What That's my question. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Where, where are they now? They invented everything. Where are they now? Um, well, welcome back. Gosh, am I pleased and happy to be back. Dave, we've got so much to talk about. Uh, so little time. Uh, um, is, that, is that true? Do we have a lot to talk about? Because after all, this is a football podcast and there's not been any football for two oh, months. So, mate, oh, mate, there has. There has been some football now. We've got mm -hmm. some football. It is kind of like watching training highlights on YouTube. It, it, it mm -hmm. is like that. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I, will, I will confess to having done that. I was uh, watching Harry Kane shooting drills and uh, occasional, <laughs> go on, Harry. Um, <laughs> Get very, in. Very strange look from my missus. Um, <laughs> but no, mate, there is, there is actual football and, mate, there's, there's incredible things going on. We've got, mm. we've got, we've got Haaland and his monosyllabic answers. We've, yes. We've got Borussia Mönchengladbach and their cardboard cutouts. We, mm. We've got um, Thomas Muller and his unerring bastardness. Um, <laughs> Just can't seem to shake that off. Like dandruff on a poor dead man's oh, hair. Mate, the, like Thomas Muller was the, I don't know, the, the, the centerpiece of of German efficiency. Like, you know, I should imagine that like when aliens come down and see Germany, Muller will be the one who steps out in front of them and deals with the whole, with the whole thing. He's like, he looks German. He wears his socks up to his knees. He yells in German. He's like not talented yet, extremely efficient. And there's something about him playing in an empty stadium that makes him even more all of those things. It's <laughs> Hateable. No fans, yeah? Okay. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do I this. I love it. <laughs> Mate, it's, it's, it, it, this could very easily turn into the I hate 
Muller yogurt show. Uh, but uh, let's let's make sure that we spread our marmite nice and thinly over this large piece of toast because there is a lot to cover. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we've got talking about sex dolls yet. There's sex dolls. <laughs> the sex dolls gotta love it uh that's not even on our playlist for today but we shall add it to make sure that we hey, cover that <laughs> <laughs> now for those of you that weren't weren't aware we might as well to just dabble a little bit there was the, the the first bit of football that came back was was it china did china start football for the first like uh, they gave us all the all COVID-19 and then they went well there you go now we're gonna start it first this it makes sense obviously they're the first country so um, the whole thing was. no one was watching the Chinese league and so they mm -hmm. thought this is how we'll sort that out give the world a virus <laughs> there we go hang on Belarus what are you doing stop that <laughs> no 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 you didn't get the memo did you Gah. <laughs> are they all dead now too early too soon <laughs> i'm not sure but uh, but south korea obviously with the next country after uh, china to uh, uh, restart their footballing league and uh, and of course found themselves in a bit of a, an embarrassing sticky blow doll situation didn't they really um as it uh, Wait, can we just deconstruct <laughs> a series of events that led to <laughs> sex dolls being in the stands so like in this situation, let's say that you're the general manager of Seoul FC, and I'm, <laughs> I'm general bloke who gets told to do stuff, right? <laughs> so you've gone, oh, look at that, they're Munchen Gladbach in the Bundesliga, doing innovative stuff with cardboard cutouts. We could do something like that. Cardboard? Fuck this cardboard. I want them in 3D. I want 3D. Does that exist? I want 3D cardboard. Oh, you Very Korean. Chosu or, or Minyoung or whatever your name is, go out there and get me some 3D fucking dolls. And what's <laughs> happened is, what happened is Tolsu is that is that a little look and he's gone, well I can get six dolls on like <laughs> yeah. Or he couldn't get dolls and he thought, right, I've had it. If I don't get any kind of sort of you know stuff here, yeah. I'm in big, big trouble. I know I'm gonna get the hack, you know, and I need I need this job. You know, and it's uh, quite important to me. Guy. He's called the mannequin leader <laughs> and he's gone, I need around about 20,000 mannequins. And the mannequin fella's gone, can't, can't do it, mate. Can't be done. I could get, I could get you 10k sex dolls for Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him in. <laughs> Bring him in. Well, we need the clothes, though. Can you make sure you dress him up as kind of, you know, FC Soul? Because it was—it's not any club that just did it. It's fucking FC Soul, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, this—I've—I've I've been to that stadium a couple of times actually yeah, and watched really a bit of footy. And uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, it's—it's—it's. Uh, it's, 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 uh, the best bit is that, that they have advertising advertising for adult porn companies on the clothes for the dolls. <laughs> So the, the, guy, the guy who supplied them with the sex dolls is one guy, look, I can't get you 20K mannequins, I can get you 10K sex dolls, and I'll dress them myself. <laughs> Bonus, mate. You won't have to do any work when you get them. On delivery, you know, don't they'll worry, be there. Don't worry, they they'll be, they'll be ready to go. <laughs> Mate, it is unbelievable. It's it's uh, it's unbelievable. It's fantastic, and I think it's absolutely wonderful. Uh, they ended up the, the uh, ended up getting fined uh, eighty one thousand uh, eighty one thousand pounds for it in the end. Did you know, it's win? just you know, 
Did they win? I don't think that's even <laughs> in the report. I don't think the report was Wait, even there have, on the match. You're in on goal. You're in on goal. You have a little look up to kind of get like where the goal is, where the keeper is. You see a sex doll. And you're like, <laughs> like, because, you know, some players are like, I aim for the goalkeeper's towel or I aim for the, for the drink bottle that's just inside the post. And you could have been like, I'm for that sex doll. Boom. <laughs> Straight in. Mate, I'll just, just wrap this one up by reading uh, a line that was in uh, one of the articles that came out on this. Uh, fans of the club criticised them online and said that it had blown their chances to show off the K-League to an international audience. Love it. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> Well, they all had masks on, so you couldn't quite tell what the shape of their mouths were, you know. So, uh, but usually, yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, right. <laughs> moving on, moving on uh, to the Bundesliga. Which, mate, I don't know. I, what, what do you think? Because there's there's a couple of things that we need to talk about with the Bundesliga. One, uh, uh, what do you think of the um, stadium noises that they've started putting in love on it. the second round? Mate, Are you I, into? I love the cardboard cutouts. I love the stadium noises. Yep. I love everything that they can do to try because let's face it, watching football in an empty stadium is rubbish. It's mm, it doesn't really work, does it? If you don't, like the the the, the classica. The, oh. the classica was all right because I knew who the players were, right? Like so mm. you're like, oh, I know who he is, I know who that and, and then you can tell that they dislike each other. I like mm. I know I mean on this show I've said this a number of times. I watch football mate for the needle. I watch it for, for the tribalism. I watch it for the hatred. I watch it for the one person really, really wanting to beat the other at a particular thing. That's what I watch it for. So without mm. the crowd, you don't get that. But, mm. but with Thomas Muller and his oh. clear hatred for everyone, oh. and everyone's clear <laughs> hatred for Thomas Muller, I, I love it. And, uh, and I, like the, <laughs> I like the cardboard cutouts. I like the loud yelling in German. And I'm really oh. looking forward to the loud yelling and the, like, I think we should, ahead of the Premier League restart, because it's, it's going to happen. It looks like it's going to happen. We'll move on to that a bit. But uh, the Premier League July restart. 19th or something, I think they're, uh, sorry, June 19th, I think they're thinking. Um, so that's just three weeks away. Something like that. I'm, I think we should have a little poll on who we think, who you, we think we're going to be hearing. Because like you watch the Bayern game, <laughs> you're hearing Tommy Muller pretty much every, he's like, yeah, yeah. Schnell, Schnell, Schnell. Wait, you can hear him saying Schnell in the fucking Schalke Leverkusen game. He's not even there. You can hear him going, Schnell. They're pumping in Thomas Muller going, Schnell, Schnell. It was, it was audible. It was, Put it that way, it was audible. It was audible. <laughs> Mate, who do we think in the Premier League is going to be audible? Let me, because when oh. that starts, it's Suarez. It's Suarez all day. It's, it's, it's you know, him yelling obscenities in every fucking language like he's gonna he's gonna be a highlight but the pre premier league i mean jordan henderson i know it's not a very vocal group Who, yeah no i don't think jordan henderson will be there very much and i was gonna say troy deeney but like you know he's all the stuff he's the stuff with deeney i mean What's he doing? I mean, uh, no, uh, look, I feel for Dini. I feel for Dini because obviously he's got a, 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 a very young kid uh, who's got breathing difficulties and everything. So he's just saying, you know, I can't come 
you know now and, and put my family at risk so so fair play and uh, and he's not the only one as well there's been a couple of other clubs i think brighton and everything they've got like the uh, uh, you know uh, players with uh, pregnant wives or uh, 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 with kids that come out type thing. So I do feel for him. But uh, but in, in, in terms of loudness, uh, uh, quite frankly, this the Premier League will just be so much crapper without him. I think Troy Deeney is going to be the man uh, at the end of the day. So fingers crossed, hopefully he will be in there because uh, we'll all lose out uh, if not. But um, I don't know. It's, 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 ten years ago, I'd say it. Ten years ago, I'd say Manchester United, pretty much the whole bloody oh, team. You know, just, Neville, oh, they should get oh, Neville. They should, they should mic up Gary Neville and put him on Man United games, like on the sideline, and just mic him up, shouting things at uh, at people, like him and Keller. <laughs> let's let's have that. Mate, I think Klopp's a good yeller. I think we'll get plenty of plenty of noise out of Klopp. Like yep, up and up most and probably the sidelines. But I mean, across the rest of, I mean, like Van Dyke. Does Van Dyke yell at people? Does he fuck? Yeah, he does. No, he does. He does. He does. He does. He does. He's a horrible, disgusting man. Uh, yeah, no. So he'll be in there. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 a good question. Uh, I reckon. I mean, because you look at that Manchester City side, and like you probably wouldn't hear a pin drop. Oh no, you Pep, know anywhere. Pep's animated, isn't he? Pep, oh, Pep's Pep, the one. Pep's animated. Yep. But like yeah, no, 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 sophisticated Spanish shouting. No, no, no absolutely, David, 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 David. <laughs> Nico, 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 Sergio, Sergio, give it to Sergio. Aguero, Heinrich Manuva, please. <laughs> it's a bad joke, Pep. It's a bad joke. People are dying, so stop doing that. I'm serious. <laughs> Oh dear! It will be it'll be fun, mate. The profanities that get shouted at, shouted on on a football pitch, not only by the players but by the the coaching staff as well. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just going to be it's just going to be ridiculous. And uh, uh, I'd I'd love to hear it if there is just someone in the stadium. Wasn't there an incident? I think uh, uh, also recently where it was one of the stewards or something who was booing, and it was just because it was just like one steward's like boo. But it's like a steward, you know. It was just him by himself booing, so everyone knew it was going to have to be the steward because there was no fans in there. Like, ah, oh, geez, got caught, got caught. Some of the ball boys, I don't know. Ball boys can be cheeky. They can. Know, so, uh, well, there are no ball boys though, right? Because they, what they do is they, uh, what they've been doing in the Bundesliga, 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 is they've, um, they, when a ball goes out of play. Uh, a ball boy disinfects it. Yep. And I saw that. It, puts it back on a designated spot. They don't throw yep. it directly to the player, which, let's face it, is Jose Mourinho's entire tactical output, right? <laughs> <laughs> is ball boy throwing the ball to Lucas Morris quickly as they can. Like, the common trick you start, Jose doesn't know what to do because he's having to teach players to do shit instead of the ball boys. Like, Tottenham can't restart until the Premier League approved ball boys to come back in. It's 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 going to be a nightmare, absolute nightmare. Um, I did see that where, uh, uh, yeah, they were putting all the balls around the outside and everything. I mean, it was it was one of the, the talked about things before this uh, this whole thing sort of took off and everything. And it looks like they're dealing with it well. I mean, it, it seems to be going well, you know, at the Bundesliga. So you know, I think um, 
but it's it's bound to happen in England. Fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, it's, isn't it? it's going to be happening. It's going to be, and there's going to be shouting at people. And I think once I know who the players are, it'll be it'll be a bit more a bit more fun to watch. Like one of my favourite YouTube clips is when Barcelona had to play. Uh, they had to play a game behind closed doors because of the whole Catalan independence thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. And, you know, unsurprisingly, Luis Suarez was, was revealed as an absolute mouthy bastard. <laughs> I mean, we, 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 but there's a fantastic, I, we'll have to put it out uh, in our, on, on our socials, but there was a, uh, there's a fantastic compilation clip of Suarez saying things that like, you know, like uh, Hackney Marsh pub footballers say, like, and, and you know, like stuff, stuff like, if you don't want it, don't show for it. Like, you know, stuff, stuff like that. And, uh-huh. and, and saying shit like that to like Messi and, <laughs> <laughs> and Busquets. Love it. <laughs> you know, like, like you got to hit me on the inside and like, ah, oh, you're, you're useless, you're useless, you're useless. But also, honestly, to be fair, he also criticizes himself a lot. Like, like mm-hmm. you know, if he has a shot and misses it, he will really have a go at himself. Like, oh, but that's just that's just classic Latin American, you know. You know, let me show the world that I feel for myself and for oh, I feel that that I've made a mistake and everything. It's all bullshit. That's all part of the act, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't mean much. Um, but and of course we've had that lovely uh, throwback to Suarez claiming handball on the goalkeeper on the twits, haven't we? As well, which uh, which was nice. Oh my goodness! I mean, he is. He's just. I know. I know. He said, "Like, oh, you really could write a book on him." And obviously, books are written on it. You probably write eleven books on his career. You know, it's just been so eventful. It's been fantastic. It's calmed down, um, <clears throat> down a bit recently. He hasn't. He hasn't really done anything. Like, he's got recently. a bit older. He's got a bit older. But, but mate, if any time, any point in our history, any zeitgeist were the time to start biting people. Like now, mm. it, no? mm. like you know. Yeah, you'd imagine. Yeah, he'd go back to those. You know, it worked then. Might as well just do it again now. You know, well, you know but like you know, everyone's worried about like contact and whether or not the virus is going to spread. If Suarez gets his chompers into you, you got it. <laughs> I, I, wait, I'm not telling people in La Liga how they should should treat it. But I would say on day one, not playing with him. Like, uh, he's got a record of like, sorry, him on, we're not playing. Like, wait, seriously, you get Suarez taken out of the game. You just say, look, ref, he has different people. I want him him muzzled or I want him off. (laughs) You will see how quickly that goes. And of course, mate, they've just approved contact training as well. So uh, uh, in the Premier League, haven't they? So you can can touch people now. Uh, So Suarez in heaven, you know, he's he's, he's all about the touch, you know. There's going to be some slightly intelligent banter-esque centre-halves who are going to use this to their advantage. So I can Mm -hmm. imagine, like, John Terry uh, sadly isn't playing anymore, although Harry Redknapp is advocating that he comes out retired just for nine weeks. Did you see that? No, no, I didn't see that. Oh, dear. Harry Redknapp was on uh, another far inferior podcast to this one, uh, Mm -hmm. which I believe has Peter Crouch on it. Anyway. Oh, God. And he was was saying, (laughs) if I was the Aston Villa manager, I would beg Terry to come out of a retirement for nine weeks because I reckon in this kind of situation, he could be what what you want. And I tend to agree because John Terry, like, I can imagine John Terry saying something, saying something like, 
Oi, keep your social distance. Oi, ref, 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 ref. He's not social distance from me. Uh, and then let's say that you're, uh, who's not the brightest centre forward in, in the league? All of them. If you're a Premier League centre forward, you would be going, oh, hang on. Is that right? Am He's I right? right. I've got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like going too near him anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, it could, you know, at corners, John Terry standing there with like a big two metre like distance going, nobody's allowed with me. <laughs> Oh, but the, the way they've done it in the Bundes, Bundesliga is uh, is that you you once you get into a tackle and you have some kind of sort of physical contact, if you're still too close to each other, the ref comes in and goes, "Well, just 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 a little bit apart, yeah, just just slightly, you know." Well, it, that's just so bizarre, you know. You can't get, you know, it's just so weird that you, that you actually what have to be self-conscious wall? of the fact. Uh, what about like in the wall when you're making a, a, a wall for a free kick? Well, there you go. They're, they're right next to each other. They're like covering each other's balls. You know, I mean, for God's sake, you know, they're all over each other. They might as well just be licking each other's hairlines. No, they're they're definitely you know nice and tight uh, when it comes to the ball, aren't they? So, and uh, and the celebrations. Uh, you've been watching like on game day one yeah. uh, when Dortmund scored. They you know. They practiced social distancing, mate. By the end of the round, you know, I think it was Veda Bremer or whoever it was. They were all over each other. You know, I was watching. This is not working. Come on. My favorite yeah. one was when Lillian Lillian Turam's son. Uh, is it oh Mark? yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yep, yep. Love a son of. Mm. Love a son of. We've got uh, we've got Haji's son ripping it up in Scotland as well, haven't we? Oh yes. Yeah. Anyway, Lillian, Lillian Turam's uh, little bubby. Uh, yep. knocks one in for, for Gladbach. And nice goal as well. One, wonderful celebration where he just celebrates all by himself. You know, like, he's like, ah! <laughs> like standing on the spot, waving his hands up in the air, like, ah! Like, that's, <laughs> I thought that was lovely. And then everyone else did it two metres away from him. I thought it was yeah. nice. That works absolutely. Yeah, absolutely works. And and to me, that works. You know, it just, yeah. I don't need, you know. Come sweat dripping all over me from other football players. Sorry, not come. to sweat. Sorry. <laughs> so, so, if it's can you really edit that, please? There is a little bit. Okay, yeah, that's very true. Oh, ooh, just a bit wet down there. Sorry, sorry, John. <laughs> so, anyway, give us a hug. Come on, <laughs> mate. You know, normally I would, but with this COVID stuff, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, it's um. It is. It's interesting with the with the with the contact training. There's you, you're allowed to tackle now. I think that's what they're saying. Uh, uh, you're allowed, to, yeah, contact during training. Um, but th that is, after all, like one of the things that is the most likely way that you're going to be able to contract uh, the, the virus, right? Through contact, through physical contact. From, from, <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> well, that as well. I mean, it depends what's happening with that tackle. Uh, but, you know, if that tackle's flying in, you know, then you're, <laughs> you're in trouble. You know, you're going to have to defend yourself, see what you can do. I don't know, just 
cross your legs, hope to die, and uh, and then see see what happens. No, sorry, not that. Um, yeah, it's, it's you're going to contract it, aren't you? But the thing is, they test every single player, don't they? Like three times a day they... or some shit. Yeah, exactly. So chances are these guys they're they're not going to be uh, uh, contracting or anything from from any of the other players as well, unless there's been something dodgy happen in their training. And then when they leave the football pitch, I'm sure they get tested again. So I don't know. I mean, it's, to me, I I think it's I think uh, it's perfectly yeah. safe. Um, and I think we should take a break and come back because I want to talk to you about Disney World. Yeah, all right then. Lovely. <laughs> I am a new voice. The old one got corona. So... I will be replacing him with my own more progressive views. I will be correcting the boys on all the stupid stuff they say. Welcome back to part two of Born Offside. Thank you once again for joining us on this extravaganza that we're going on at the moment, which is footballs and the return of, apparently, Disneyland. Dave, hey, take it away. Mate, I want a picture. I want to okay. pitch something to you. Now, in this world that we live in, right, uh-huh. it's a different world. Like, we're, you know, we're socially distant. Like, you know, you have to book a table on the terrace before you go. You can't go see your grand-grand. Like, you know, your funeral's probably going to be with no one there. No big change for either of us there. But no big change for them. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, everything's, everything's open, right? Like, you have to consider uh-huh. everything I pitched to you. So here I'm going to pitch something to you, right? Uh, okay. Now, in America, mm-hmm. the NBA, that's uh, oh, yeah. basketball. Have you been watching uh, The Last Dance, Michael Jordan, the old... The National Boob Association. No. Sorry, no. What? no you, haven't, you haven't been watching. Everyone's been getting into basketball, watching The Last Dance on Netflix. You've not been watching. I I love I love basketball. I've been watching a lot of basketball, but I haven't watched that. No, I haven't watched yeah, the, the whole. To, you need yeah. to watch that because it really fills the void of of sport really nicely. Really. All right. Fair really enough. Nicely. I do yep. not personally like basketball, uh, and I was never really into it. But I love that documentary. Anyway, fast okay. forward to now, the current day uh, NBA is looking for a way to come back, right? Mm-hmm. I think they're almost down to their playoffs, right? Like a, a few more games and then their playoffs start, I think. Mm. Anyway. And I they, thought they cancelled it. I thought they cancelled the season. No, 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 they, they, they didn't. They're looking for a way to come back. And they are okay. currently in negotiations with mm-hmm. Disneyland California to host the entire fucking playoffs in one location. Think about it. <laughs> think about it. They've got a basketball court. They've got an arena, uh-huh. right? They've got a resort, which is currently unoccupied, full of rooms. You can house all of the NBA players because they, they have small squads of about 15, right? All the players, right. all the masseuses, all the technical staff, whatever. Seal it off, right, into some kind of fucking biodome. You've got entertainment for the players, like in between, rides and all that shit for when they get bored. Right, uh-huh. and then you then you just play the season until it's done. Two weeks quarantine before they go in. They all play it. Two weeks quarantine when they get out. Test the motherfuckers all day. NBA back on. Right, that's happening. 
look it up on Google. I'm not okay. just making this shit up. Now, all it, all it needs is for one person to come in with the, um, with, with the clean blankets. I've got the clean blankets, boss. Rolls it in. By the way, <laughs> oh, every single NBA player. Dead. No. Dead. <laughs> no, mate. No, no. You can do it properly. Yeah, you okay. Yeah, do it properly. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my pitch to you is the Champions League. Mm-hmm. We've got, mm-hmm. what, a couple of last 16 games left. Quarters, yep. semis, final. We play that at fucking Euro Disney, mate. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 did you ever see, did you ever see that Nike advert where they play games on a boat? You remember? Like, it's like three on three, and then they play on this cage that's in an oil tanker in, like, in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Yes, I remember the cage oh, in the oil tank. Yes. Get that on. Build a fucking pitch <laughs> on an oil tanker in the middle of fucking nowhere. And then, mate, what you do is because you haven't got a crowd, you get the players who aren't taking part to be the crowd. Right? Like, no. Who's left in the Champions League? I'm how, many, how many teams? <laughs> I, think, I think we're to the last six. Oh, no. We've had the first leg. Yeah. Of the last sixteen, the some first leg. 16, some last sixteen games were finished because Tottenham are some, out, for example. Ah, that's right, that's right, that's right. But so, then there's some. I mean, because so there was a lot of talk with the Atletico Madrid against Liverpool thing, that's, wasn't that's there? That's over. So, so we still have Juve Leon, which mm-hmm. Leon are one nil up in. We still have City Madrid, which City are two one up in. We mm-hmm. still have Bayern Chelsea, which Bayern won three nil. That's over. And we yep. still have the second leg leg of. Barcelona Napoli to come so mm. that's what one two three four games and then you've got quarterfinals which is two times four that's eight games so that's up to 12 Semi- well done over two legs oh, maybe you don't need two legs mate if because it's in the biodome right oh it's yes away, is there? good point just shoot out straight away right from there oh just yeah. straight. <laughs> mate. Oh, come on get it on <laughs> I would, I mean, I would pay to watch that shit. <laughs> what you're going to do is like when Bayern are playing Chelsea, you've got Messi and Ronaldo sat next to each other having some, having some healthy snacks. Yeah, yeah. applauding. applauding. Yeah. Or better still, ripping the piss out of them. Like, <laughs> or cheering on who they love most and then there we go now we know who they really support you know it all comes out now because because Uh, you play you can't hide those emotions you play out the leagues right the premier league the la liga all of them you play them out you let them finish and then Mm -hmm. in august biodome on an oil tanker disneyland (laughs) whatever it may be champions league to the death mate can you imagine last 16 quarters semi and final in the space of two weeks Oh, you would watch that, mate. It, it would be pretty sexy. It would. Mate, I mean, it's it's not a bad idea, actually, in a weird way. I mean, apart from the biodome on the ship, uh, the oil tanker with the cage thing. I think it's a little bit, you know, uh, uh, you know, we're not gimmicks, getting... You need the gimmicks. You need the not gimmicks, getting right? Conor McGregor in there or anything. So uh, we're, we're, <laughs> can he, let him ref. Let him ref. Yeah. When he gets angry, he's allowed to partake. <laughs> Nike advert, um, Cantona was the ref, wasn't he? That's right. Yes. Yes, he was. Yeah, that was awesome. That was very, very good. Oh, um, yeah, I think it would it, it would be, you know, definitely. Good. And of course, we, we, we don't have the Euros this year. You know, we've lost the Euros. So 
it would kind of replace the Euros. It would be kind of a Euro yeah. It'd be replacement. Like Champions yeah. League Biodome special. There you go. <laughs> except, except that in, instead of fulfilling Platini jailbird man uh, dr- dream of, of going around 16 countries doing all of them, we would have to revert back to the tr- old-fashioned traditional place of just having to do it in one place, but well, for good reason. You can't have people flying around Europe spreading viruses. No, you can't now. You definitely can't. You have them all fly to one location, you sterilize the fuck out of them, you muzzle Suarez, and then you play some football. That's what you do. (laughs) Love it. Love it. (laughs) If that happens, I'm in favor of this whole Corona thing. Like, I really, I will be like, Corona, good Corona. Good (laughs) Corona. Good Corona. <laughs> Wait, have Corona sales gone up or down? Uh, yeah, just, uh, let's have a look. I got the internet. I'm going to say, well, actually, mate, I have to be honest. I've had a couple of oh. Coronas. Like, right? On yeah. like Zoom happy hours, I've been like, yeah. look at me flaunting the rules. <laughs> How do they go down? They go down well? Well, it's a fairly shitty beer, so it goes down there. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, the other day I, I I went over to go buy buy some beers. I mean, I don't drink much beer. I drink, drink a bit of wine and stuff. But I don't drink too much beer. But there has, we had some guests come round because, uh, of course, they've lifted all these restrictions over here in Australia now. And uh, I had some guests around, and, and I went over to go and buy some beers. And um, and I walked past the Coronas, and I just thought, shall I? Shall I get? I'm not really going to drink, but you know, the guests might like it. They might. They may. F- feel as though there's a bit of a oh look at jason he's got a sense of humor not a very good one but look he's got one and he's trying to do something with this you know pack of coronas and everything ha 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 shall we drink it probably not let's just smash it on his head type thing so uh so that just got me thinking i wonder if they have they made a lot of money because uh you know bad publicity is good publicity right but um in this case it's pretty bad I've looked uh, on the internet and apparently mm. they've had to shut down production because right. the Mexican government has shut down production of non-essential stuff. So Beer? Non-essential? Apparently How's beer non- what? The Mexican government has deemed beer unessential. That's the real story. <laughs> Mate. That, I would have thought that at the, in these times of woe, Beer would be the most essential thing that you could possibly do you, do you get down here. Do you think Mexico's taking the same same opinion towards its its uh, its primary export, uh, <clears throat> namely uh, cocaine? What ah right okay. Well, in the same way, non-essential. I'd in the same way that the the Korean government is trying to sell its sex dolls to the world, <laughs> as opposed to its football league. Well, um, because, <laughs> and like the likes of Pablo Escobar, whoever it is now, going. We're shutting down. Yeah. <laughs> All this Corona stuff. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh dear, mate. Um, yeah, it's 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 all a bit crazy. It's all a bit nuts. And there's been a lot of this stuff, hasn't there, over the over the Corona period? All this kind of could it be? Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. And it's all suppositions and everything. And then people making guesses on those suppositions as to whether things are going to happen or not. And it's just just all been very annoying, really. I mean, like I've I'm I'm going to be honest. I, I I've actually semi sort of enjoyed the break uh, uh, from football a little bit. 
Um, and to be honest, I've enjoyed the, the, the break from life because I've been able to sort of spend a bit more time with the kids and, uh, and just be around home uh, a little bit as well. And it was only until about a couple of weeks ago that I, I, started, I think I started going over some of the old stuff, you know, because I've resisted the temptation. Uh, and the urge of, of being able to go over some of the old stuff. But um, I actually watched the um, the rerun of um, uh, the second leg of the Champions League game between Tottenham and Manchester City uh, last season. And when I watched the first 20 minutes of that match, I was like, God, I miss football. Yeah, yeah. oh man, it's just... Oh. Mate, I'm very similar because when, I mean, the lockdown happened shortly after Tottenham went out of the Champions League and the FA Cup and our season was pretty much over. You so, were pissed. I remember. You I were pissed, pissed off. I, <laughs> I, was, I was pissed. I was pissed. And like, so, like, Mourinho can go home, hate him. <laughs> Mate, Mourinho during the lockdown, though, he's been fantastic. He's, he's been up to his tricks. It, mate, we'll, we'll get, let's get on to that in, in, in part In three. a second. Yep. All right. In part three, Serge, we could do the whole part three on Serge Aurier alone. Um, <laughs> but but so I was, you know, quite pissed off that you know with Tottenham. So I was going, oh, shut it down. Fine, fine, shut the whole fucking thing down. I was, I was fine with that. And I was like, you know, I was okay for a bit. Like, and you know, it's a, you know, it, if we have a year without a Euros or a World Cup, we have a six, seven week break from football anyway. So it's you know, I'm true. Yeah. Used to it. But I will admit, in the last week or so, I, I have been pining for it. I have mm. been watching Lucas Moura's hat-trick in the semi-final against Ajax. Of course you would. It, yep. came, it, came, up, it came up on the screen and I was like, oh, I'll just settle in and watch this. <laughs> and, 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 and so I did. And mate, when Poch runs onto the field, no. I was hot. Here was we hot. go. Look at what we had. Look, oh. look at how much he loved <laughs> us. Look how much it meant. Look how much it meant. Oh, Podge, come back. And he's going to Newcastle now. Too bad. <laughs> I know the whole season. Fuck the restart. I know it. Reset it to how it was at the beginning of the year. That means get your old manager back. Potch reinstalled. All good. No, you gem absolutely. Uh, and it's it's funny you mention it because I actually watched the second leg of um, uh, uh, Real Madrid versus Ajax, which What's was the you? game before that, wasn't it? So that was amazing. It was a four four one at the Santiago Bernabeu. You know, four one. Yeah, what a. Uh, it was just great. And you know, when <clears throat> I guess there's a point where it's two nil. You know, and you can tell that everyone in the Santiago Bernabeu is ready, ready to kill the, the, the players who are on the pitch, you know, at any moment. And it's just touch and go. And then there's that, there's a sliding tackle that the, the Ajax guy does, uh, guy does, and he keeps the ball in play by millimeters and then slides back out and this sets off on a counterattack and they give it to Dusan Tadic and he curls it into the top corner, three nil, game over, bang, story done. And it's, it's it's the moment where you know and Tadic sort of just doesn't even celebrate just kind of walks away like yeah you know I do that backyard all the time yeah and it's just so like in your face and it's just a beauty that's a lovely goal but I love the the David Neres goal I I love any goal by him because because yeah 
I think I've called him this before. He's like Bambi. Like he, he doesn't know where his legs are going, but then they do True. amazing stuff. <laughs> and it's, and, it, and, it, and I, I like, I'm surprised because now that Ajax team has been broken up, you know, De Ligt and De Jong have already gone. Ziyech, 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 whatever you call him, he's off to Chelsea. So I hate him now. Yeah, of course, we have to hate him. But Neres, is it Neres or is it Neves? Neres, Neres, yeah. Neres, Neres, you can call him Neres. He's still around, and Donny van der Beek. That's it, yes. Not left, which is curious to me. No, that's right, yeah, he's still there as well. It's um, <clears throat> it, 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 it's amazing how much they've they've kept, you know, they've just kept a lot of the uh, uh, the people there really it was just the those those big guns that that went so um but i think this this season they're gonna go you know uh, you know by the end of the season they'll, they'll they'll all go as well but i mean no it's just just fantastic just a, a wonderful team that that ajax team from last season you know i mean it's, okay i was happy for tottenham happy because because of you you know so i was happy for you and happy for tottenham but i mean oh. could there have been a a, a a worse fate for a nicer team no, than to go no, out to a team like fucking Tottenham. I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> that last part of what you said, I don't agree with because actually Tottenham <laughs> under Poch, where a lot of people, a lot of people like Poch and like what was uh, like, in the first couple of seasons, maybe, but like in that season with the Champions League run, they were abysmal. You guys were terrible. You're str- stringing. Lord knows how you got so many so many points under your belt. Well, it was all in the last few minutes of almost every match. You guys did Fergie yeah. time on loads of them. Yes, but like I think they were still fairly well liked under under Poch, and, and like they were like. But you're right, the Ajax team were even more likable last year, and, and yeah, 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 and I think part of the reason people enjoyed Liverpool's win is because Barcelona had been very arrogant after winning the, the first leg, three nothing. Oh and, yes. No, that, that was deserved, uh, deserved to, to, to lose. I, I watched that again as well. And there's that moment where uh, who misses the fourth goal at the new camp? It was 3 0. And then there's like two minutes to go. And it's Dembele. And oh my goodness. I mean, that was the definition of scuff should be Dembele versus, versus Liverpool in that Messi's, end of the first leg. Look on Messi's face when he does Messi's it. Messi's well. face. Oh my God. I mean, you, Messi's like, oh. why do they force me to associate with people at this level? <laughs> why? Why is he even allowed with any distance of me? There's a, there's, a, there's a fantastic t-shirt that you can buy on the streets of Barcelona. Uh-huh. There's a there's a, a t-shirt and it's a, it has a picture of Messi on it and, and then it says, the lion does not concern himself with the opinions of the sheep. Like, no. <laughs> oh, 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 oh my goodness, gosh, they <laughs> they. Nothing that Lionel Messi has ever said ever. <laughs> <laughs> they do love him, don't they? No, no, they oh, they really here, do. Here he's, I mean, he's a he's God. He's absolutely yeah. God is everywhere. Yeah. Ah, I've always loved his humility, but uh, um, I think that uh, he's, he's just, yeah, no, it's just absolutely crazy. That, that, that moment where Dembele missed it, you almost look back at it and go, Plonka, that was it. You just cost your team, you know, because Liverpool are going to get four. Well, no, I, do, I do remember in that game that Salah missed an absolute sitter as well, didn't he? Like mm. Salah, Salah knocks one onto the post at 2-0, I think. 
I think so. Yes. That yeah, Liverpool he does. Kit, that Liverpool kit that day was pajamas, wasn't it? It was that, <laughs> that horrible. You hate those pajamas. You hate them. Pajamas. <laughs> okay, you turn up in the new camp, fucking on TV everywhere. It's embarrassing. Come on, do something. Ugh. At least put little spacemen on it or something, you know. No, <sighs> abysmal. Terrible. All right, mate, shall we, uh, shall we wrap up and, and, and get on to, to part three then? Yeah, let's do that. Part three, Serge Aurier and his antics. Sounds good. See you soon. Poor David. He cannot focus on football instead. He's talking about Disneyland and the NBA. He should know that Walt Disney was an evil Nazi. One part in in this podcast is already an abomination. Welcome back to part three, where we will dissect Serge Aurier. Now, Serge Aurier, for those people who do not know uh, this incredible human being, is in fact a human being from uh, the pays that we love to call. He's from the Ivory Coast. Oh, shit. Can you put a scratched record uh, sound there, no. please, on that? No? Oh, all right, then. You can't edit that. I mean, they do, it, they do it to speak French as a first language, so it's probably... Yeah, they do. So we're going to go on that, on that. But terrible uh, a choice of, of national anthemism uh, there. So apologies to uh, uh, all Ivory Coastians out there. <laughs> Ivorian Coastian? Ivorian. Ivorians. Ivorians. Ivorians out there, uh, our Ivorian listeners, many apologies. And uh, Monsieur Serge Aurier, uh, Dave, take it away. Tell us what you think of this spectacular and beautiful human being. Well, I think all you need to know about Serge is that Tottenham were forced to fine him for his third coronavirus lockdown infringement. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you heard Serge, it correctly. Serge bow, <laughs> bows to no one. <laughs> Well, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a particularly, maybe it's an Ivorian thing, because did you see the video of Solomon Kalou, the, who, by the way, is still a player? Do you, have you seen this? Heard this? No? I, I heard about it. I heard about it. Yes. Mate, yeah. it wasn't given enough worldwide coverage. Hertha Berlin veteran Solomon Kalou, <laughs> Champions League winner, I believe, Solomon That's Kalou. That's the one. Uh, Not many caps for Chelsea, however, Champions League winner yeah. Solomon Kalou. Yes, yeah, Solomon, yeah. Solomon Somehow thought that, you know, upon the announcement of, of a restart to German training, it would be fun to go in and high five people, slap them on the bottom. In the dressing room. In was the it? dressing room. Yep. Flout everything. And then <laughs> to do all that on a Facebook Live session. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to question the intelligence of some of these football players now i am an advocate i, I do like football players a lot and I, I don't like it when people turn around and just go oh they're just all thick as pig shit but come on solomon help us out a little bit here yeah come on we're we're, we're trying to fly the, well, fly the flag just did a similar thing in that he decided to instagram his haircut like Fine, sir. Go get the haircut. <laughs> Put it on fucking Instagram, you numpty. <laughs> but hang on a second. Jose Mourinho, uh, take it away. 
Joe, I mean, Joe, which Joe, park was it? Was he in a Hyde? He wasn't in Hyde Park. He was in Regent's Park or something, wasn't something he? There was like too that. many trees. Who was, and he, who was he training with? Serge. Serge Aurier, of course. Yeah, there you go. Serge and Dembele. Okay. And yeah. uh, uh, now, after all the shtick that he gave Dembele towards the end of the of 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 the period of time we were actually having football, I th- I would have thought that he would have been the last person that would have wanted to go and. When uh, Jose yeah. decided to bully someone. He bullies yeah. them, no matter what. Like, in a lot of times, they're going to stop him. <laughs> but he doesn't look like he's bullying them. The photos look, look like they're all having a whale of a time, you know? Oh, he's shouting stuff at him, bringing him down his, right. his ego. Like he's Luke and then Shaw- turning and smiling at the cameras. <laughs> he's, he's, he's Luke Shawing him. He's doing to Luke Shaw... You know, oh, dear. Well, say goodbye yeah. to Dembele for the next three seasons. Uh, you know, because it'll take because Mourinho will be there for another two seasons. He'll get sacked, but then it'll take another season for Dembele to recover, like Luke Shaw as well. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that'll be fun. So, Serge Aurier, well done, Monsieur Serge. Uh, which other Tottenham player has broken curfew though? I, there's been quite a few, haven't there? <laughs> Tottenham. Well, well, Deli Ali which I don't know if, if getting okay. No, that doesn't to... really. That's not very nice. <laughs> Well, Imagine he gets I'm, gets arrested I'm, afterwards for it. Sorry, no. but he, was, he was held at knife point, and and knife point is within two meters. No, so like, in his in his home, you know, through no choice of his own. I think it's not okay. not fair to. Well, I'm just yeah, saying, it yeah, wasn't yeah. socially distantly wrong. Like it wasn't at gunpoint. Right? It was at knife <laughs> point. So it could have it could have it could have done better. Um, what about Southampton, mate? What, is, is anything been going on? Does it still exist? Is it? Is it still uh, Danny Ings, no, okay? yeah, everything's all right. I think we're, uh, you know, we've been staying away from the Dominic Cummings of these worlds and, uh, you know, just uh, keep keeping ourselves to ourselves. So, Santana are very, you know, they're the saints, you know, they're very, very likable. Yeah, yeah, they do things the right way. What's going on with you and all of, all of that? Is it, no, I think well because we we'd gone on a good run and then we were suddenly on a slightly mini slump, uh, and now we are. We're, yeah, we're okay. I think we're we're at the top of that. Uh, or well, sort seven, of seven points. Of, seven points above the. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it sh- should be safe, uh, especially now that if everything is behind closed doors, Southampton have got a fantastic record away from home this season. We hate playing at St Mary's. So uh, so all the jokes on the South Coast down there have been, uh, thank goodness for this, because now we get to play all of our games away from St Mary's. And, uh, you know, we should be uh, should be all right. When I say away from St Mary's, I just mean without a crowd, you know, so there's yeah. no crowd there. This is, um, this is one of the interesting no. things that the Bundesliga has turned up is that the home advantage has been eroded or absolutely from a very small sample size we've only had two rounds of games but like there have been a lot more away wins than normal and all the talk beforehand were was was about that kind of uh, um natural sort of movement uh, and and being able to visualize where a certain uh, uh, a sponsor board was in the background and knowing that if you ping it there, then, you know, someone's going to be able to run onto it from the other wing and stuff like that. So, um, and I, 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 th- I think I agree with that, actually, you know, when you take a corner, you know exactly how much your run-up is going to be. If you go to a, an away ground, you know, you don't know how, what the run-up is going to be. You don't know, you know, just sometimes there are little things which don't make you feel as comfortable. When you're playing at home at your home stadium, the pitch dimensions are, are a factor and, uh, you know, everything, everything 
sort of becomes a, a, a mini factor. I would have thought that it would have stayed the same, but it's amazing, obviously, how how important crowds are. You know, if you don't have your crowd behind you to spur you on, um, you know, teams who rely on that kind of stuff don't uh, haven't been doing so well. I mean, it'll be very interesting to see if that that carries on with Liverpool. You know, uh, because, you know, Anfield has, has got this amazing reputation of, you know, pushing the team over the line. You know, if they haven't got the support there, then uh, uh, then what's going to happen? So, but yeah, I think uh, it's uh, it's complicated, this, isn't it, as well? Because a lot of teams are now sort of saying, well, it's not fair. You know, we've had, we've, we've had our the away matches against X, Y and Z team we would have preferred to have had those matches at the beginning of the season when they were at home instead of now going away. And it's almost like having an away match at our own stadium. You know, but it's the like... Thing, the whole thing is fucked up in terms of fairness because, I mean, just look at look at the players who are coming back from injury. So, like, uh, whoever, yeah, Tottenham Harry Kane. Have, whoever Tottenham have to play next, I think we played Bournemouth first. Back before lockdown, you would have been playing Tottenham without Sissoko, without uh, Sun, without Kane. Yep. I, and now you're playing a fully fit Tottenham team with all of those. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This, I don't know. These arguments that go around, like, you know, it's not fair because, like, it's not fair for everyone. Like, and mm. also, football is never fair, right? Because <laughs> you, like, uh, Jorginho gets sent off for Chelsea playing against Liverpool, and then and he gets sent off in the 89th minute. And then next week, Chelsea are playing Man City. Man City get all of the benefit for something that happened in a in a yeah. previous game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you start unpicking small yeah. little, little little bits, you can just go on forever. It's very, very true. Well, it's and like you know, you have to play a team when they're when they're in form or out of form. You have to play a team when you know shortly after the the chairman's crashed his helicopter. Like yeah, yeah. It's it's just unfair. All the so people just bring bring the weather into it for fuck's sake. If you're going to do, be doing that shit as well, so it's harder to play yeah. Stoke in December than it is to play Stoke in in March. Like for fuck's sake, stop complaining. Get on with it. Biodome. If you can't deal with chaos in football, then fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> get everybody on a biodome and have Eric Cantona sort them out. Love it. Love it. All right, mate, I think uh, we've done pretty well. Let me just have a quick look at the running order of our program today. Um, yeah, we had a running order. Mate, we've covered pretty much nothing. Um, <laughs> so let's not, even, let's not even go there, quite frankly. I think we've, no, no, we've, we've, we've covered quite a few of the, of, of the pointers on there. So, uh, so that's all good. Um, mate, it's, it's, it's good to be back and it's nice to be back. And um, we, we obviously we'll try to find a little bit more time uh, uh, with the time differences uh, between Australia and Europe being the way they are. So it, it does pose a little bit of a, a, a difficulty in being able to, to do these recordings, but we will try and we will endeavor to do everything we, we can. Choose, should we choose one Bundesliga game to watch this weekend and then talk about like an actual game? Well, can I? Yeah, what a good idea. Uh, you you go through them and have a, a quick look. Well, but well, um, you cho you choose because the time difference is more difficult for you. What's easier, an early game for you is easier, right? Yes, yes, it would be. Uh, yep, yep. So the two thirty UK time kickoffs on Saturday. That's going to be easiest for you, isn't it? So it's Mainz. Uh, Mainz against Hoffenheim. Shit. Yep. Schalke Bremen. Shit, but needle. Don't they both need a result? 
Uh, yeah, and we, that's, that's Wagner, isn't it? So uh, you know, yeah. nice, nice to see him. You know, but uh, Hertha Berlin, who have caused a bit of stir, I guess, uh, against FC Augsburg. No idea. Um, but I, I think Wolfsburg against Eintracht is the. Uh, that's what you want to watch. All right, that's I what think we watch. All right then, that's Wolfsburg that's against Eintracht. We'll watch that in its totalitarian. Terry, whatever the word is. Yeah. And it's totalitary. Yeah. Totalitary. Yeah. <laughs> Get John Terry out and it's totalitary. Uh, and, uh, but just, just to finish off, mate, I mean, uh, <clears throat> we, it's, 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 it's over, isn't it? In the Bundesliga. It finished with, yeah. this, with, with the, with the win for, for Bayern Munich. And, uh, and, and what's going to happen now to, uh, to Borussia Dortmund? They're pretty screwed now, aren't they? they they're going to lose yeah. everyone. Sancho, Haaland, Hakimi, they're all going to go now. Who's going to stick Harland, around for another 18 months before they can get an, uh, their hands on a title? I think <sighs> Haaland will stay because he's young. But yeah, he's just arrived. Sancho's off. Uh, Hakimi's on loan from Madrid anyway, isn't he? So I think. Oh, that's right. He'll go back. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, they've got a lot of very good young, like that Brandt fella in the middle. Oh, he's good. Streak of blonde hair. No, I like that, mate. They've got the they've got the other Hazard. They have the other Hazard. Yeah, yeah. The other one, the reject. Who's than the than the main one? Yeah, they also have Marco Royce. Gertz yeah. well, yeah. has already announced that he's off, isn't he? Yes, yeah, that's true. Oh, mate, they've got Rafael Guerrero from Portugal, of course. So, he, uh, he is. He's Portuguese. He doesn't speak a word of it. He was born in France, raised from Portuguese parents in France. Doesn't speak a word of Portuguese, or speaks very little and very badly. But he was uh, he was a bit of a hero for us in uh, uh, 2016 during the uh, uh, the campaign where Portugal won the European Championship. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, they sorry, won the Europe. We're running out of time. When they, when they won the European Championships, and by the way, uh, uh, Portugal is still the European Zoom recording has run out of time. So, uh, this meeting will end eminently. Sorry, are you saying? Has it run out of tape? Have you, has this cassette run out of tape, has it? Yeah, due to these new, new protocols and the lack of tape. <laughs> I think so. Let's end it there. Mate, it's been lovely. It's been wonderful. It's been and, so good. Biodome. Uh, Biodome. <laughs> Biodome. With the cages. With the cages. Get them. Mate, next week, I'm going to do a Biodome update. NBA, Champions League, the lot. It's going to be quite a dumb week. Good call. Good call. All right. Once again, thank you very much, everybody. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Stay safe, wash your hands. And if you're Luis Suarez, disinfect your entire mouth. (laughs) Or get a muzzle. (laughs) Or both. (laughs) Disinfect your muzzle. Bye, everybody. Bye.